0: Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. And oh, have we got a supernatural show for you. Coronavirus and the end times. Stunning prophetic update filled with unprecedented hope and faith and power. Next. Coronavirus and the End Times, a stunning prophetic update. What does the future hold for America, Israel, and the world? How does this pandemic fit into God's prophetic timeline? Now join Sid Roth and prophets Tracy Cook and Emma Stark. I have with me two prophets from different parts of the world that have An amazing revelation of what is going on right now. Because with this coronavirus, we have found that people are very fragile. I have never seen the fear level that is going on. In fact, let me introduce you to uh, Emma Stark from Scotland and Ireland. And uh, she tells me God only understands the Irish brogue, but that's another another story. What is God going to do on this show?
1: Well, those of you who are with us, you are going to be delivered of fear. And that is a really important thing because the Word of God says in the end times, when there's wars and rumors of wars, to not be alarmed. So, this is the moment where you're not going to be alarmed. And we're going to release an impartation of freedom and of courage and of hope and strength to you. But you're also going to get a better understanding of why corona and virus and what God is doing behind. The scenes.
0: You know, since this woman was six years of age, she has been seeing, as a seer and hearing God, and her prophecies are so precise about what is going on right now. Now, uh, also many of you are familiar with Tracy Cook. And Tracy, what's God going to do here?
2: Well, he's going to expose the plots of the enemy but yet reveal the strategy that the people needs. Anytime God brings the table of prophets, it's our responsibility to show people what to do next in their lives. What's the next steps they take even in the midst of all this chaos? And God's going to reveal that, sign the angels to bring deliverance, break that spirit and stronghold of fear and manipulation, over the top's highest office down to the church.
0: Well, some of the things you have heard that is going on, you will never want to watch the regular news again. They don't know anything. God knows everything. Uh, Emma, what do you see in the invisible world right now?
1: Right now, uh, and you can I mean, feel in this it and see it right here, the The level of angelic uh, activity is off the charts and the angels are about to be dispatched as we make decrees over the nations at this table. And the angels are going to go and be a support and a ministry right across the face of the world for the setting free of many people and for the healing of many people and for the blessing of the medical profession it's it's the day of the release of an angelic army across the earth
0: well i'll tell you what on january 15th 2020 i had tracy cook on the show and he prophesied before anyone even knew anything about the coronavirus This is what he prophesied from that show.
2: Now, God's going to deal with the landscape of the church in 2020. He's going to begin to unravel the grounds that you walk on, and you're going to start seeing a lot. Everything that can be shaken will be shaken in the next four months, uh, even in 2020. But I encourage you as a prophetic voice also that remember it's going to expedite your prophecies, your visions, your dreams, your desires. You're going to step out of the corner realm. You're going to step into the spiritual realm. You're going to come out of that place of defeat into victory. You're going to start seeing nature preach or nature prophesy. That simply means that there uh, are going to be broken records of weather patterns. You're going to see God uh, bring you out of a place of defeat or load of bar depression to a place of victory. 2020 is a time, 2020. Uh, it's not perfect vision. Perfect vision is 2010. 2020 means the hind, uh, hindsight. In other words, blind spots that you've not been able to see, God's going to let you see it clear. He's going to bring clarification in your life. And unanswered prayers, He's going to answer them. In 2020, it's going to be the sudden release of God. And remember, everything that can be shaken within these next four months, you're going to start seeing that. And when you start seeing these certain weather patterns, uh, record-breaking nature, you're going to preach and prophesy, that means He's bringing awareness that we got to get our eyes back on him. He allows certain things to take place to get our attention.
0: You know, Tracy, God has revealed to you, and look, no one knows what he's about ready to say except God himself has revealed the source of the coronavirus and the politicians involved. I mean, this, this is phenomenal. Tell us some of the things God has
2: shown you. I just said I just got back uh, from being in Honduras with uh, Apostle Montonado, and in that uh, time of doing a crusade there, God gave me a dream, and he set me in a dream in China. Now, I'm aware I'm uh, I must say, not everything, but uh, in this dream, God took me to a laboratory room, a lab room, and I saw the virus being created. I saw how it's coming. Now, I, I've heard rumors about this, but you no. actually saw it being created. I saw it being created. Now, we also got to remember now, the shaking is coming, Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 6. God's in the shaking. The enemy took that as a, a, a leverage to produce the spirit of fear and torment of the entirety of the world. So God is raising the prophetic voices to give us a strategy, a plan, how to be one step ahead of the enemy. Amos 3 and 7 said he'll do nothing unless he first reveal it to the prophets. Mm-hmm. So God would be unjust if he didn't give it to the prophets. He'll be violating his covenant to the nation of Israel and to the Gentile world if he didn't show what was going on in America and the world today. So he took me into the nation of China, and I was taken to this lab room with scientists and everything, and I saw behind the closed doors was Nancy Pelosi and the Democratic Party Say, we. we you know, could, you're not going to hear this on the regular news, I can <laughs> tell you that. And they said in, in there, because I opened the door and I heard their conversation, they said, we could not impeach Trump. And I shared some of this uh, in January that when I was here. But some haven't heard that. Some thing. have not heard it. Because God gave me a dream that they were going to try to impeach him, but the impeachment would fall. Uh, they needed leverage. And then in my dream in China, because God deals with me more like He did with Daniel in dreams. And he shows me prophetic stages to what's happening in the world. So I'm in Honduras, and I had this dream for two hours. And I'm taken to this laboratory room. I see these scientists creating the virus, and the threats of this virus would come through on the garments and the machine shooting in the air and through needles, like vaccines. I'm not saying you shouldn't take vaccines. There's an antidote that's coming that hasn't been presented yet. I will say that much. But in this… Um, How far off is it, do you know, the anecdote? Uh, it's not… It's engrafted to the fig nation of Israel. There's something that got to do this and oh. even another um, general our One of the greatest
0: that. blessings the world yep. has ever known has come from Israel, the Messiah of Israel, the Ten Commandments. I mean, what do you… So it's, that's easy for them to have a vaccine.
2: <laughs> but I got confirmation on that from the general Faith this morning. And the thing about this is, this time frame of shaking and the introduction of fear from the enemy is to deal with the landscape of the American churches and the corruption. China and I'm very careful to say this but it's, um, God is tired of what China has done to God's people, how it has tried to stop the church from moving forward. As God's people. They've been persecuting Christians. They have been prosecuting, um, burning down mega churches, trying to um, uh, martyr the the saints. And God spoke to me in a dream in Honduras. He said, enough is enough. And when God gets uh, enough is enough, he's going to start showing the prophets what's coming. So January the 15th, actually the the first two parts, the first part was the end of December 2019. The second part, January the 15th. And he told me within the four months, the clip we just got through seeing, that'll make it April the fifteenth through sixteenth. What is that to the nation of Israel? It's the Passover time. Hmm. So we're going to start seeing this virus, and then I, I had a dream. The second part. So of,
0: what is going to happen on Passover?
2: We're going to start seeing this virus uh, diminish. Di- diminish. Okay. And we're going to start seeing because I had another part of the dream where the sun was coming down, and I found out yesterday from a scientist that when the sun or the heat hit, the viruses evaporate. So God has a plan to break the spirit of fear over the world, that we don't be entrapped with more danger that is lurking. Uh, from a political
0: viewpoint, uh, do you believe there are Americans involved
2: with China? What, what was China's purpose in doing that? China's purpose was to manipulate the election of our president. Really, We all set the election which uh, I don't have a dream that he's been relented. So right? the, the, they wanted him to lose? Yeah, they want him to uh, For sure they would. Well, the Democratic Party, uh, and this is not, we're kingdom people. It's not about parties. Oh, I know that. Republican or Democrat, it's about God's agenda. But in my dream, I, saw, I heard Nancy Pelosi and Democratic Party said, finally we got to leverage now because Trump rallies big campaigns. So this was all set the time frame prophetically because what's taking place now was not supposed to take place through 2028. I was already shown this whole entire decade after a much faster than Cyclops. So, and then the Lord spoke to me. He said, the responsibility of the prophets and the intercessor is to get this back on the regular time frame. And now in this sequence, in this season, we have to prevent the plans and the plots of the enemy. The good side of this, a lot of things is taking place that's going to be beneficial. God's going to end the secret-sensitive churches, He's going to pull the rug and the carpet underneath of their feet. But with China and the Democratic Party, get back to your question and answer that, they're devising a plan and a plot, and it's going to be uncovered, and we're going to see all of this. This are virus you, are, are was you're created. Are you saying
0: God has shown you this virus, which was
2: created in a laboratory, and somehow... Politics has to Politics do with is that. involved with this to all set Trump is such a, I said this when I was here on the show. Trump is such a threat to the Democratic Party, to the powers of darkness, and uh irrespectable, even as I said before, irrespective how what you believe or what have you, uh, we can't judge a white house until we judge our house. And I said that and just repeating for a better now but you
0: happen to and I think I want to mention this. He happens to be married. To an African American wife,
2: and you—you uh, you have no problem with President Trump? No, nope, uh, there's no, there's no uh, prejudice or what have you. As prophets, our responsibility is to speak, "Thus saith the Lord," not to join parties or nationalities. Our, our job is—I want say, to know what God says. I this could care is, less about you know, Democrats, yeah. Republicans. This, you know, I saw the Lord in Honduras, and I said, Lord, what you may tell your people as, as my responsibility, because he'll reveal nothing unless he reveals it to the prophets first. And I said, Lord, there's so much fear and panic. How can I see for the world at just one of the prophets, that's 7,000 more ain't bow that knees to bail? And the Lord gave me a two-hour dream and showed me the corruption that's in the government of China, the corruption that's in the United States, and uh so many, even about Russia and on and on and on. And the Lord took me in this scientific lab and I saw them creating this virus and they're going to use it through vaccine to try to stop life from living. And they're going to uh, do it through the, uh, some type of machine. I saw it in the dream and it's shooting into the air and then rubbing on people's clothes and it was just spreading. But the good news of it is uh, we're going to come to the first stage of this in April 15, 16 during the Passover season that the blood's going to be applied, and anytime time the blood was applied, the plague passed over. So the blood of Jesus, the blood of Yeshua, is going to cause the ramet to come alive.
0: Boy, that sounds so wonderful. Did God show you, because I still am interested a little in politics, uh, did God show you who's going to win the election? Yes, he believers
2: And I know it's always if believers pray. Right. But he showed me three times in a dream, and I showed this the first time. I dreamed that Donald Trump got reelected. Um, there's no guessing games. He is the one that God's going to put his hands on. And also, too, there's something uh, I can't mention here because it's going to get to him privately. Uh, he has to obey this uh, instruction that was given by God. And once he obeys his instruction by May the 21st and the first week of June, it will not offset his election. I see. In other words, he will win if he follows right. the instructions. Because this is, the, remember, this is the plot of the enemy. The shaking is God. Isaiah chapter 24 19 talks about the shaking. Everything that can be shaken is shaken in now. Out of nowhere, uh, the whole prophetic time frame but, but, but is off. But who
0: did China want to win in this election?
2: Well, China... Um, Want a Democratic Party to win this. Why? Because the United States is in covenant with Israel. Ah. And because of the covenant of Israel, who's ever in the graphic to the Fig Nation, God honors and respects that. As a Jewish man
0: right. that is Israeli as well as American, I can tell you that outside of President Truman, this president has done more to bless
2: Israel than any president I know of. Yes, sir, he has. And that's why the enemy... uh, If there was ever a president that had witch hunt or was despised in office, it's Donald Trump. That's why the church has got to pray and fast more for him in office than anything else. Because the enemy's plot and plan is to remove him. And who do they want in? Well, they... in my dream, they, they got Bernie Mac out of the way. That was part of my dream because I was in a limousine with all of Who got the,
0: Bernie out of the
2: way? Uh, the Democratic Party did. And it'll come out of hiding. he will come out of the secret places. In other words, what you are saying, you know from secret, but it'll
0: be revealed. It'll be
2: revealed now. in this time prophetically, even with China, even with the manipulation of China government because the virus was created. Now, this is not to say that any life that has passed in this virus is not precious because life is precious. But we've had more viruses that had killed tens of thousands more and never got this attention. That's for sure. So why is it I never
0: remember in my lifetime going to a grocery store and seeing racks empty. Right. I've never flown to Charlotte and had the whole airport silent. You know, the most supernatural
2: thing is the reaction to this. That is supernatural. It's fear, mm. but fear is false evidence appearing real. We got, we're not given the spirit of fear, but of power. Did you see,
0: or can you talk about potential assassination?
2: I, I, okay, let's talk, we'll talk about it, and I'll break it down. All right. This is what a prophet sees. Three things in my dream. The first one was the impeachment with fall. Then the Democratic needed leverage, upper hand. And now they got the upper hand and leverage. So now it's our responsibility to stand as a body of Christ. In my, in my dream, John F. Kennedy walked in and Donald Trump walked in at the same time. And John F. Kennedy looked at me and then the angel of God stood on my right side because that's how God deals with me through dreams and the angel when he shows up. And the Lord gave me the time frame of two assassinations. The first assassination plot, where it was at, what address it was, and the second one, which I can't really get in details That's okay. of. No. Um, but God gave me the name of the individual. He gave me the name of the terrorist. He gave me the name of the address, what state it was involved. And um, so we're in a season and a time that we, we really got to pray. Uh, and I say this everywhere I go in revival. Regardless if you hate Trump or hate Barack Obama or George But it doesn't matter. What matters is that the church... Stand to the forefront, and long as we stand with Israel, long as we stand in our covenant with God, as He made with Abraham, who became a friend with God. The blood is supplied over our home, the blood is supplied over our children. And we're not, God spoke to me to give hope in the midst of all this that He's shown me that can lead us to a, a, a one of the worst decades ever. That in the midst of this crisis, the cross is going to prevail. And that means that it's already been done. All we got to do is, as a prophetic voice is to give the warnings out, present a strategy, show the people what the next step to do, not to be intimidated, not to be afraid. You don't have to stay in your homes. Now, you got government rules, but uh, remember when Peter got out of jail, the angel in light he said, is it better to obey man or to obey God? You know, I, I don't have no problem going to jail for Jesus. Uh, I'm going to preach the gospel no matter where. So I'm not intimidated, I'm not fearful, I'm not afraid, I don't have nothing to lose. But if I do not warn them, then I have a responsibility of people's lives. Well, give me a bottom line. Will this virus just eventually taper out? It will. It will. This is not the worst... Beginning Passover. Right. This is not the worst that's coming. The April 15th, 16th, during the Passover time, only, only the mind of Christ can say this. Only God Himself can be so brilliant They give a human instrument the time frame from when I was here. Not because of Tracy, because of God. January the 15th to April the 15th, we're in the middle of Passover. Now here come the plague. When the plague came, what moved the plague? The blood. Passover. Only God can be that brilliant. I I agree.
0: Emma, uh, you told me the most wonderful uh, vision you had. You saw God on his throne. And then you saw him come off of his throne. Explain.
1: Yeah, let me unpack that. I think in these kind of uh, international global crises, the like of which we've never seen before, we need to start with Scripture. We need to understand what is God's modus operandi, how does God normally behave in these kind of things. So if I can actually start by reading Haggai 2 so we get the biblical context for how God behaves. And let me read it to you. Haggai 2, verses 6 to 8. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In a little while, I will once more shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations. And what is desired by all nations will come. And I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord Almighty. And so I want you to see the biblical order of things there that God says, I bring shaking. I bring shaking not because of judgment. I bring shaking not because I don't like people. I bring shaking not because I'm not kind, but actually the opposite. I bring shaking because I'm so in love with the earth that I want them to choose me. And we go to that scripture, and so the vision kind of falls out of that. I saw God on his hands and his knees. It was quite a distressing scene because you like to see God as quite contained and regal and on the throne. But it was very much in that mode of the Isaiah laboring women that God is likened to in scripture, where God has got his face, you know, in that travailing place. And I got down uh, on my hands and knees beside God in the throne room because whatever he's doing, I want to partner with him. I said, what what are you praying, God? What are you praying? Why are you like this? And he's saying, pray with me. Pray with me, people, because I want the nations to choose me. I'm so in love with the earth that I want the nations to choose me. And I'm happy to shake you so that you might pick me.
0: You're saying that the shaking which was prophesied is what is going on now and it will follow by glory.
1: Yes, I mean that is the point. I think you can't have revival until there's a challenge. You can't have brilliant preaching until there's a shaking. And it's not about, you know, um, do we hide away? It's about a season of becoming harvest ready. That is the word of the Lord over this. Church, get harvest ready. And you see what happens in the plagues of Egypt is, you know, under the watchful eye of Pharaoh and Moses is that the shaking is so great, that it shakes the false gods of the egyptians off their thrones and they realize that the false gods cannot do anything again we're anchoring ourselves in scripture here and so we find that the the egyptians realize that the god of israel yahweh is the true god and we know that because they give all their wealth to the israelites as they leave And so as we layer these scriptural contexts, we understand that God is shaking false gods off thrones right now. And he's saying that, I wish you would find me in blessing. I wish you would find me in times of ease, but because you don't, I will shake your gods so that they fall to their faces so that you realize that I'm the one true God. This is the precursor to the billion soul harvest. And what I saw at the beginning of the year, the Lord showed the earth like uh, moving uh, like and it would feel like tectonic plates under our feet were starting to shift. And the Lord says, you are walking into the most uncomfortable season that the earth has ever seen. And I heard God call it the uncomfortable revival. He didn't call it the revival of ease. He called it the uncomfortable revival that we are walking into. And so the prayer is not Oh, you know, oh God, save me, God, save me, God, take me away from it. The prayer is this, God, would you shake me like you shake other people so that any false God in me can fall to its knees and be cast out of me. So
0: you call it God's purification process. So what the devil means for evil yes. will allow us to be vessels, to yes. be in containers of the glory of God
1: absolutely absolutely and I think things we need to be careful of we've prophesied many prophets have prophesied about this year being the the hinge year or the pivot year by which history will be defined so we already know that most of the prophets had that sort of prophetic word I don't think we kind of understood quite how hinge or quite how pivot it would be, but there was great agreement amongst the prophets about that. But the other thing we've been prophesying for a long time is that we are moving into a time where the reverential fear of the Lord and holy awe will come to the people.
0: You know, we have almost a generation of Christians that have what is called seeker sensitive. That have what is called, what I call, uh, salvation without lordship.
1: Yes, yes, without understanding the fullness of the kingdom of God. Yes, and so this reverential fear of the Lord, we've got over familiar uh, with Jesus, so, I think, so, in our worship. Uh, what,
0: mo- most young people are saying, oh, God's my good
1: buddy. Yes, yeah, the kind of Jesus is my boyfriend concept, which is uh, really uh, offensive.
0: I, I No, I heard that. No,
1: recently. no, no, it's not great, is it? So... <laughs> what I feel is happening is as we are hindered and hampered from meeting it's going to do something truly remarkable to the people of God because of course we're going to be confined to our own four walls our own homes and we want to honor our governments in that but God's going to do something remarkable in that because he's going to restore to his bride again another scriptural truth a yearning for the courts of the lord and a yearning to be with each other again and when we come back to be the church in corporate meetings again god is saying this you will have had that time where i will have broken your overfamiliarity with church your overfamiliarity with me and this is a thus says the lord the lord says when you regroup you will find a renewed awe a renewed righteous holy fear of me in your midst and the lord is saying can you hear it in the spirit realm get ready for harvest get ready it's not seeker friendly it's get ready for harvest it's get ready for harvest
0: She mentioned something, or I mentioned it, Mm -hmm. and you mentioned it. What is God going to do with the most popular style of Christianity in the world, seeker-sensitive?
2: Well, Sid, what God's going to do is, um, I shared this several times on the show here. Amen gave me the time frame when it was all coming to an end because There's so much that synchronicity churches have done. They've manipulated the minds of God's people, drew them out of good churches where they were planted and they were growing, they were being discipled, but it introduced a feel-good message. You're good, I'm good, you can do whatever. And and, uh, we took grace message and polluted it, and now we're given a license to sin and do whatever we want to do. And fact of it is... uh, Repentance, that's what the shaking is doing.
0: You know the missing word from Christianity today? Repentance. Repentance. It's missing. Whatever happened to repentance? Because without repentance, without holiness, you won't even see God. I have that on the
2: authority of the Word of God. Repentance, remember when I said fear uh, was standing far off and justice is standing far off. But this, this is where repentance, we got to get back to the altars again. It was just like the early days of revival. People would get their eyes on man. They'd get their eyes off of God. And then the secret sensitive movement came. Everybody just, hey, you know, this is right. This is popular because it's popular and it's right. We'll leave where we're planted. Uh, We don't have to live holy. We don't have to live righteousness. We don't have to have a fast and a prayer life. You could do whatever you want to do. But unfortunately, that's not God's method nor His way. Without holiness, no man shall see God. So the shaking is judgment against the corruption. Now, what type of corruption do you see falling in the near future? Well, I'm seeing it now, and I see it to come, that this shaking uh, with China would not stop. Uh, Parts of the world, it would not stop. Even with the church, God showed me in Honduras that the Ramites were waving the flag and they were being victorious, and they was marching in their measure or their metron, and the captain of the Lord's host was leading them. And one of the things that we've got to realize, judgment begins where? House of God. In at at, at my house. So when you start seeing judgment in God's house, you know, the thing about this is God's going to clean the land up because that's a recipe to heal our land. And when we get back into repentance, turn from our wickedness, then will God hear us. Only then would God hear us as a people. That's one that's only one remedy and one solution. We've got to get back to praying, where we really become effective people in prayer. Uh, the old church knew how to pray. And we, you know, we go back, well, we don't need to go back, well, if you can shape the world like Catherine Kuhlman did and A.A. Allen, John G. Lay and Smith Wiggins, if you could shape this land like they have, then you wouldn't see as much as uh, corruption of the false prophets. There's more. Everybody's looking for answers. I've got already, just yesterday alone, I got over 100 calls. What is God saying? What is God going to do? People are seeking out for answers all over the world. The highest office down to the churches, I've gotten calls. And it's a responsibility, but this is what I'm telling them. Look to God. He's got his prophets in place to help you to bring resolution this hour and their strategies. But this shaking, you're not going to stop. This shaking is to do with the landscape of the church because there's broken vows. So we
0: might as well right re- on board. operate in the spirit, put God first as Lord of our life, right. and everything else will fall into place. Look, well, you were talking about uh, Passover. In Passover, we had a difference between God's people and the Egyptians. There was a difference. I mean the plagues actually couldn't even touch Israel. But Emma, the spirit of fear, what can we do about it? It's in Christians. It's in non-Christians. It is pervasive.
1: Yes. Uh, Let me answer that question. Can I just say, I think a new breed of church is going to emerge and it's going to be a post-Pentecostal and a post- charismatic church. Mm -hmm it's not going to look like any version of church that we would say should be our go-to aim in actual fact we're going to enter the days of the church of holy par and that power. is par par that is going that's going to, what's going to be established at the end of this shaking and so last year I I was uh, on my face actually in Africa in prayer and I heard a bomb go off in the spirit realm. Now, you know, I grew up in Northern Ireland, so I'm used to hearing bombs in the natural, but this was a bomb in the spirit realm. And I said to God, what have you done? And God said, watch. And the spray, it was a heavenly scent bomb. The spray from the bomb covered the entire globe. And and the spray started to land on the flesh of men and it started to have an effect on their skin. And their skin started to melt. And I said, God, what are you doing? And God said, I am making sure that it is not about one man. It's not about one ministry. I'm making sure that it's not about ego. I'm making sure that I'm going to shake the people so that all that is fleshly in them disintegrates. And on the back of that, I will re-fire my church with holy power and so actually when we come back to regather we're going to find that churches move in a greater demonstration of the power of God than they ever have before but we have to deal as you say with this fear situation Right now, this is live, And so I feel like when the Word of God says, you know, there's going to be these shakings in Matthew's gospel, do not be alarmed. We have forgotten that command of God, do not be alarmed. And that we have got to learn the art of self-deliverance. So let me unpack what I mean by self-deliverance, because that fear is an evil assignment. It's from the enemy. It's demonic in orientation. So this needs a spiritual warfare hat on when we talk in scripture about being saved the word is sozo and that word means saved healed and delivered and that is a word that is in a a, a tense that we keep doing it we keep on walking out our salvation we keep on being healed we keep on being set free so i'm giving you a biblical anchor to it and so that means that not only do i want to be healed day by day i want to be delivered day by day and so this is what you would need to do and i'm going to talk directly to you my family okay in the body of christ you will need to say sorry God that I have partnered with fear I don't want that in my life I don't want to be owned by it I don't want that scaffolding of terror to be established around me. I don't want the enemy to have any foothold. And so we start with repentance. Then we break agreement. We say that fear is not allowed in me anymore. And we give it its marching orders because you have all power and you have all authority. And then you take a big deep breath and you just say, Fear, you come out on my breath Let, right lead, now. Lead us in that prayer yes, right now. Yes, yes, okay. So, Father God, we love you and we thank you that you are in love with us. But, Father, we are sorry as the nations of the world, as the saints of God, as the remnant in the nations, where we were no better than those to our left and our right father have mercy in our partnership with terror and panic and intimidation father where we didn't behave as courageous warriors but we behaved as frightened intimidated sheep father we cry collectively for mercy but right now in the name of jesus and I'm praying this for you, you just need to agree with me. We break agreement with fear as the church. We break agreement with the spirit of intimidation. We break agreement with shock and with trauma landing on us that so rattles us that we're impotent in the nations. We say, you spirit of fear, you get off the saints of the most high in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you your marching orders. We dethrone you from the seat that you have over the saints who are blood bought and in the name of Jesus I am looking those demons in the eye and I am speaking over the territorial strong men by the authority given to me by the blood of the lamb and I say spirit of fear you are now removed from the church you are removed from the saints of the most high and I want you to breathe with me out on the breath in Jesus name
0: do either of you have a st- Strong, strong word from God for the nation of Israel because, as you know, we are available on every home in Israel.
2: Well, for Israel, I would encourage you to know that you're in covenant and that you're a covenant nation. And in my dreams, God's going to bring settlement to the government, the prime minister. God's hand is on the prime minister, so get ready to see A 360-degree turnaround, I've done seen this in the dream. Even where the enemy was trying to cause Israel to be in uphavel, uh, God's hand is on Israel is what I've seen in my dreams and certain things I can't say, but um, for what I can say. Did I
0: hear you say that God's going to turn things around in the government and maybe Netanyahu will win?
2: We're going to see a miraculous intervention. Okay. I don't want to push you too hard. But I I do know this. It's documented. This I know
0: at Pesach, at Passover, if you had the blood, no matter what happens, your house, your family was safe. And there are people watching us right now, right now, that do not have, you you may love God. But you do not have experiential knowledge with God. You see, there's no other name given unto men in which we must be cleansed of our sin. But the name in Hebrew, Yeshua, in English, Jesus. And I want you to say this prayer. I mean, you've tried it without him. So give me a break. See what difference it's going to make in your life. Because God is the difference maker. God is the true shalom. God is the true God. He has a name, the God of Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Say this prayer with me, and believe it to the best of your ability. Wherever you're at, just say this prayer out loud, and it's the beginning of the greatest time in your life, and I'll tell you what, a 1,000 may fall at your right hand, 10,000 at your left, but that will not come near you. Repeat out loud, dear God, I'm a sinner against you, and you alone have I sinned, and I'm so sorry. I believe the blood of Jesus washes away my sins, and you remember them no more. And Now that I'm clean, I want to know you. I want to hear your voice. I ask you, Jesus, to come and live inside of me. Be my Lord. Let me experience your love. Amen. I'll tell you what. I don't know what you guys are seeing or sensing, but I am sensing a, just peace. Peace. I'll, I'll tell you what also. There is a psalm, and I know this is a fact, that Military people, if they are in battle and every day they say this psalm out loud, I know as a fact that they are spared and the whole company could die, God forbid, but they will be spared. I've put together a personalized version from our It's Supernatural Bible of Psalm 91. And I want to read this to you from a personalized form. I live in the shelter of the Most High. I am under His shadow. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge. He alone is my place of safety. He alone is my God. He alone I trust in, for he will rescue me from every trap and protect me from deadly disease. His faithful promises are my armor and protection. I will not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. I will not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday, I know that even if a thousand fall at my side, though 10,000 are dying around me, these evils will not touch me because I choose and make a decision to make the Lord my refuge because I Make the most high my shelter. No evil will conquer me. No plague will come near my home. For he will order his angels to protect me wherever I go. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with long life and give them my Yeshua, my salvation, my Messiah. I'm going to tell you something. You should read this out loud every day. In fact, I'd recommend in the times we're living in, take your medicine two times a day, and if necessary... Three times a day, because the word of God is medicine. Scott, <sighs> showing you anything right now uh, that, in healing or in prophecy? That, that uh, just give it right now.
2: Father, in the name of Jesus, Diane, you're getting a miracle in your lower back area. You're coming out of a door that has a one, two, and a seven at the end. God's going to touch your vertebrae. That's a guy named David. Your last name is Stuart. You're logging on. You're watching. God's going to give you a miracle. The angel of God is sitting there with your family. Get ready to turn around even with uh, members of your family in New York City. God's going to give you a breakthrough and a miracle. I speak the power of God through the lens of this camera. I command the blood of Jesus over every man, woman, boy, girl, and child over every individual that's seeing us, hearing our voice today, as the prophetic voices speak to you, will annihilate the plans and the plots of the enemy. We pull down the strongholds. We speak prophetically with the confidence of God that God is sending an angel to guide you, bring deliverance to you. And there's no weapon form against you going to prosper. You're going to rise because you're engrafted to the nation of God. You are a Gentile covenant people with Israel. And God's going to bring you victoriously out of the hidden places. And your feet's going to stand on the even foundation. And you're going to know there's hope in believing, there's faith in trusting, and there's victory you're about to experience. So don't fret, don't fear, don't give up. Because the good news of it is, that's what the gospel is, good news. He already knew this before it came. Nothing has got God unaware. Nothing's got him off of the throne. Nothing has sidetracked the almighty God. That's why he placed the prophets in the earth, to speak to you directly so you know the next step of what you need to do is to begin to make plans of coming out, break that spirit of fear, do what you applied to do, Psalm 91, take that instructions and move into your victory, move into your destiny. Emma, what does God say?
1: I suddenly saw a rush of the angel of harvest through nursing homes and old people's homes. Mm. And I heard the Lord say, it will not be as we have been told that we're going to lose a generations of the elderly. I just heard the Lord say, I'm sending harvest angels, that there's going to be a harvest of souls in old people's homes, nursing homes, rather than a harvest of death, says the Lord. And I just saw this dispatch of harvest angels into the nursing home system. And then the second thing I saw was God landing a brand new mind into the medical research laboratories and I saw God say I'm going to give my scientists and my researchers solutions but it wasn't just for this one coronavirus I saw like a book just descend from heaven with pages of medical breakthroughs in it and the Lord says There has been mass prayer for medical solutions and the Lord says, I've heard my church and I'm not just going to answer one prayer about, you know, COVID-19, I'm going to answer many prayers about medical breakthroughs. And the Lord says, see if there is not breakthroughs either in some cancer treatments and in Alzheimer's and dementia this calendar year, as I send a raft of solutions and the mind of Christ to medical scientists at this time, says the
2: Lord.
0: Mm. You know, Tracy, you saw the same type of thing. What did you see as far as medical breakthroughs in cancer and things?
2: Well, I saw this um, years ago, even on last year. That's even talking with a general faith this morning, this afternoon, that the antidote is coming out of Israel. I, I agree. I did not
1: know you. I saw that and actually when you asked to prophesy by Israel, as soon as you start to prophesy, I heard the Lord say that the the medical specialists in Israel would be given specific breakthrough capabilities. Like a breakthrough angel had gone ahead, and there is something of the grace of God. Yeah. Don't it's great when one prophet says something, but when two prophets yeah. agree, we're like, Yay, God! Well, it brings but a confirmation. It, it does bring a confirmation. Yeah. But you can feel yeah. the glory of God you on can. the medical laboratories in Israel like yeah. I've never seen before. It
2: is. The antidote has always been to the fig nation. I'm going to tell you something. You that have your head down,
0: you're saying, oh, woe is me, the world's coming to an end. No. These are the greatest yeah. days the, the greatest world, world has ever seen. Yeah. These are the days of victory. These are the days where you'll be the yeah. head, not the yeah. tail. Yeah. These are the days yes. where you will, yeah. f- fear will not be in your no. vocabulary no. except a healthy fear. And respect yes. and honor and reverence for God Almighty. This is the hour that we must embrace the treasures written about in Psalm 91 like never before. In Peggy Joyce Root's powerful book, Psalm 91, Peggy helps you to start walking in God's supernatural shield of protection. Peggy's book, which also has 30 testimonies, includes the testimony of Del Hicks, who miraculously survived a plane crash, spending 40 hours in the cold Atlantic waters, avoiding a killer shark and death by hypothermia. Also included in this offer is an exclusive print of Psalm 91, Prayer of Protection displaying a personalized version of the prayer which you can pray every day. In Peggy's book, she also includes a special Psalm 91 covenant prayer that will unfold God's promises in your life, including access into the secret place of the Most High, divine protection from deadly diseases, supernatural provision, supernatural peace, God's justice and restoration, angelic protection, and so much more. Don't miss out on getting both Peggy's powerful and timely book, Psalm 91, and the exclusive print of the personalized version of Psalm 91 Prayer Protection for investment of 19 U.S. dollars. I can tell you that I read Psalm 91 I hate to say it, religiously, twice a day. And I'll tell you, it's such an important thing. But you read a personalized version of it, and you have the faith behind the promises, which only come from reading a book. Peggy Joyce has spent almost her entire life studying Psalm 91, and the revelation will become reality in your life when you read this book. So don't miss out on getting both Peggy's powerful and timely book, Psalm 91, and the exclusive print of the personalized version of the Psalm 91 Prayer of Protection for an investment of 19 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2687. That's 1-800-447-2687. 97 or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Offer number 9688 for an investment of 19 U.S. dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9688. Once again, that's offer number 9688.